Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Let us approach the Lord uh, with humility and expectation. We draw near to God this morning by faith because He He invites us no, through the Holy Spirit to come. And uh, the Bible says now when we draw near to God, He draws near to us. And this is the nature of uh, the spiritual life. God does not force Himself upon us or overwhelm us with His presence. Instead, He invites us. And uh, He invites us in, in, in ways that are, you know, subtle or soft. Hindi siya namumwersa. So let us respond right now by faith and draw near to Him. And uh, by that act of faith, you know, let's open our hearts and focus our whole being to the Lord. Wag muna tayong gumawa ng anumang mga bagay, you know, put down whatever it is na ginagawa mo and just, just sit down and pay attention to the Spirit of God. Now, generally speaking, uh, most people respect Jesus. I think we can safely say that. Uh, they know He is a miracle worker. He, he does miracles. So people pray to Him no, for various needs, you know, asking for miracles. Lalo na pag meron silang uh, malulubang sitwasyon. So people call on Jesus. They, they also know he's a good teacher, you know. So, uh, they love to, you know, quote his inspiring words, you know. People share it in Facebook and other social media. But the question is, are they willing to really surrender their lives to him and follow him as Savior and Lord all their lives? Well, not really, no. People can call to Him or pray to Him in their time of need or they can quote His words but they would still not follow Him as Savior and Lord. Sa totoo lang, what people believe uh, about Jesus determines yung response nila sa Kanya. And the real question now for us, ngayong dito sa ating devotional, what about us? What do we really believe? What do Christians really believe about Jesus that would go beyond yung simply thinking about Him as a miracle worker, somebody who can perform a miracle for us? 
Pag may mga pangangailangan tayo, we call on Him. O kaya we like His words. They are pretty words. They are nice words. Inspiring words. But what about yung surrender natin sa Kanya as really Lord and Savior for our everyday lives, of our everyday decisions and concerns? Today, we want to, uh, you know, look at the topic of uh, belief about Jesus. And uh, this is challenging because yung passage na gusto kong tingnan natin is really quite long. It starts with uh, chapter 3 verse 21, which is the baptism of Jesus, all the way to chapter 4 verse 15, no? yung temptation to Jesus. And we cannot cover everything, obviously. Uh, so atiin natin sa dalawa. First, we'll talk about yung uh, verses... Uh, you know, 21 hanggang 38 today. And then we'll continue this discussion next Monday, no? As we look into the temptation or the tests of Jesus. So, let's look at uh, verse uh, 21 to 38. And also, of course, this one, medyo challenging kasi mahaba ito at uh, maraming mga names. So, I've decided to just focus uh, on uh, a few verses, no? Uh, in this section pero uh, you know I would leave it to you to, to try to read the rest of it uh, most of it are names that we don't know uh, I'm not sure kung uh, yung mga early readers ng Gospel of Luke also knew the names no? but uh, anyway for sure uh, tayo po now that we are looking at the list of names yung tinatawag na genealogy Uh, a lot of the names are not familiar to us. And there's a reason for that. So, basahin natin and then let's pray. When all the people were being baptized, uh, Jesus was baptized too. And as He was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended on Him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, Oh, my love, with you I am well pleased. Now, Jesus himself was about 30 years old when he began his ministry. He was the son, so it was thought, of Joseph, the son of Heli, the son of Mathat, the son of Levi, the son of Melchi, uh, the son of uh, uh, Jenai, the son of Joseph, And let's uh, jump now to verse 31. The son of Melea, the son of Mena, the son of Matata, the son of Nathan. Sorry. And then let's move on to uh, verse 24. The son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Terah, the son of Nahor. And then finally, let's look at uh, verse 37 and 38. The son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalel, Mahalalel. And then the son of Kenan, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. So I just chose uh, a few verses uh, that would, I think, best represent what the passage is really saying. 
So tayo po ay uh, manalangin. Let's uh, just ask and pray for God's guidance as we uh, begin itong uh, meditation natin uh, concerning belief uh, about Jesus. Let us pray. Lord, uh, it's important uh, we, tr- we truly clarify what we believe about Jesus. Because it affects uh, the way we respond to Him, to the Lord. Whether we would decide to follow Jesus every day of our lives or just call upon Him in times of uh, need. Okay, every now and then, look at His words because maganda. Lord, what you desire uh, for all of us is to believe in your Son and to follow your Son and to learn from Him and to listen to Him. All our lives, not just every now and then, but to really surrender our lives and entrust our lives to Jesus and listen to Jesus each and every day. So, I pray, Lord God, I pray that you would use me, that you would use this devotional today and also next Monday to stir up in our hearts a a revelation that indeed Jesus is more than just a miracle worker. He is more than just a good teacher. He is our Savior and our Lord. And it's only right that we surrender our lives to you, Lord God. So, Panginoon, mag-usap po kayo at uh, tulungan niyo po kami today as we meditate on your word. Salamat po, Panginoon. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So, let's talk about, you know, part one of this topic, uh, belief uh, about Jesus. Again, if you just are tuning in late, ngayon na kayo nakarating, I, I just want you to know that this is a, an important topic and uh, we cannot really you know, discuss yung boom passage that I really want to look at. Yung Luke chapter 3 verse 21 all the way to chapter 4 verse 15 kasi medyo mahaba yan. So, we'll uh, divide that into two parts. Kaya mayroong part 1, may part 2. But basically, the same message ang ma- maririnig natin. And we want to uh, ask the question today, what do Christians really believe about Jesus? And what should we really believe about Jesus actually? Sapat ba yun na we just think of Him na, well, mabait siya, pag mayroon tayong needs, we can pray. Or maganda yung mga words niya, magandang ilagay sa Facebook. Unfortunately, maraming mga mananampalataya. That's only how far they think about Jesus. Kaya sadly, maraming Christians, quote-unquote, do not really live as disciples of Christ. They would say they believe in Jesus, pero their lives do not really show it, no? People decide and choose whatever they like, regardless of what Jesus might say about it. People conduct their lives, you know, uh, in ways that are worldly, minsan, or in the flesh, 
while at the same time declaring that they are Christians. And at uh, hindi lang yun, mas masaklap pa dyan, you know, when they start doing things that dishonor Christ. And then pag ito ay na-reveal sa public, kunyari kung merong pastor or leader or, you know, deacon or sinuman or just Christian lang doing something na anybody, you know, hindi lang Christian but anybody can can look at it and say that's wrong, you know. And so we put the name of Christ, you know, in we dishonor the name of Christ. And this is such a big burden sa akin. If there's anything that I wish, uh, you know, by God's grace, the Lord will allow me to do, is that sa RLCC, I pray that I can influence people not just to believe that Jesus is a miracle worker, that He's a nice teacher, but that we would really be convinced in our hearts that He is our Savior and Lord and He demands all of our lives and we are to surrender to Him and follow Him as disciples of Christ and align our decisions no, uh, to that truth. Hindi yung we live our lives basically according to the way we want. Not really surrendering, but more like doing whatever pleases us. And so as we look at uh, this uh, topic today, I want to, uh, you know, pay attention or I want, I want us to pay attention to three strands of evidence, you know, that uh, that should change the way we think about Jesus. Uh, first of all, we want to look at his baptism because his baptism uh, really clarifies and proves to us his true identity, that he alone is the son of God and that there is no other. And that is, of course, a very important, you know, truth that kailangan natin maunawaan. He is the Son of God. He alone is the Son of God. And there is no other. So I want us to look at verse 21 to 22 first, okay? Uh, sabi sa verse uh, 21, When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. Now, in context, of course, we know he's, uh, Luke is referring to John baptizing, but he doesn't mention the name of John anymore because he wants to focus on Jesus. So when all the people were being baptized, and you know, previous to this, we read about John being in prison, pero itong baptism na to happens, of course, be- before nangyari yung imprisonment ni John. So it's like parang tinapos na muna ni Luke yung episode na yun. Uh, ending with the imprisonment of John. And then he back, uh, backtracks, you know, and goes back to the time uh, Jesus was baptized. And sabi sa Bible, and as he was praying, heaven was opened. Now, we are not told whether this was something uh, public, uh, but what is important is, of course, that he was aware of this. He was praying. And heaven was open. That's an interesting statement, you know. Because it gives us uh, a, uh, an insight that we live in a spiritual universe. That heaven is actually right here with us. Bagamadi natin nakikita. 
And only when it is opened can we actually have a, a glimpse of that reality. And many times in the Bible, you know, it happened. There uh, mga times and places where heaven basically was open and people were able to glimpse at the reality beyond the physical life. So it's good to know that. That's why pag nagpe-pray tayo ng Our Father who art in heaven, we don't mean to say na Our Father is somewhere out there in space. We're saying that God is with us but He is in a, in a reality that we cannot see by our eyes, our physical eyes. Nevertheless, He is there. And so sabi ganito, and as He was praying, heaven was open. And then verse 22 says, And the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, which is of course in context coming from the Father. You are my son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. So God the Father is talking directly to Jesus, affirming yung identity. And for us, kumbaga, we are reading it and kumbaga, para tayo nag-eavesdrop to sa conversation na yun. But God was affirming and declaring not for the first time. Jesus has always been the Son of God. Pero at that point in time, making that declaration and affirmation, again, I, I don't know if this is a public thing. Kasi Luke doesn't say that. Although in Matthew, no, it seems like parang it's a public thing. Nevertheless, what is important is that here, the Father is declaring that Jesus is the Son. And He is uh, confirming that uh, through the Holy Spirit. Now, this triune reality of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, has been the bedrock of Christian conviction, you know, ever since. Now, like kayo maka-encounter na mga kulto or cults that uh, basically distort this truth. And sometimes it can be, parang they can be so convincing, may sa paliwanag nila, that if we are not, uh, you know, discerning enough, we can be deceived. For example, ang Iglesia ni Cristo at Jehovah's Witnesses ito yung mga yung mga Jehovah's Witnesses kilala nyo yan yan yung mga pumupuesto sa mga kanto-kanto usually may trolley sila and then they, they give away pamphlets sometimes naniningil sila ng limang piece or something uh, sila yung mga conservative magdamit usually kumakatok sa mga pintuan uh, but generally speaking you know uh Ma- makikita natin sila kasi they're quite aggressive sa pag-evangelize nila. Iglesia ni Cristo naman, of course, we know them because uh, yung kanila mga buildings are quite prominent and obvious. Pero anyway, itong dalawang grupo na to really declares that Jesus is just a, uh, you know, somebody special but, but not really the Son of God. If ever they would confess that, they would use the small letter S, Son of God. No? Uh, but they would not honor Him or believe in Him as truly the Son of God, which means He is fully God. 
you know, as as part of the Trinity. In fact, they don't believe in the Trinity. Pero ang mas deceiving talaga na grupo that you must be careful of would be the Mormons. Sila yung mga kumakatok sa bahay, usually mga Amerikano yan, misa may partner na Pilipino, and kadalasan nakakurbata sila, puting polo. And you would see them walking, knocking on, on your doors. At kapag nakinig ka sa kanila, you know, they would actually affirm that Jesus is the Son of God. And so you might think that they are Christian. Pero once you understand yung talagang doktrina nila, first and foremost, of course, is that they they do not believe in the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the way the way they argue about this is by saying na na distort yung teachings, no, ng Christian faith at pumasok ang Greek thinking. And so yung Bible is no longer reliable. So mas nagtitiwala sila do sa Book of Mormon o yung you know, yung kanilang scripture. So hindi mo hindi nila sasabihin sa iyan at first. But anyway, what is important is this. We must be careful, you know, because Jesus alone is the son of God and he can only be the son of God if we understand yung Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We don't believe in three gods. We only believe in one God in three persons. And it's crucial because the rest of the scriptures testify that we can only know God through Jesus. He's the only way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through Him. He's the only one who can explain God to us. And He's the only one who can represent God to us. Just like He said, now, if anyone has seen me, he has seen, he has seen the Father. So very crucial itong conviction na ito, That His true identity is the Son of God. And if indeed He is the Son of God, you know, and that He reveals the Father, and it is only through Him that people can have a relationship with God. Therefore, wala tayong option to just think of Him na parang He's just a miracle worker or that He's just a good teacher. If He indeed is the Son of God and He alone is the Son of God, then dapat na response natin is to completely surrender our life to Him in obedience and submission. We should not even think na parang, well, you know, I will just think about Jesus pag meron akong needs, pag kailangan ko ng kagalingan or something, may problema ako sa pamilya. Uh, si Jesus is not a genie. He is Lord of all. And He came to earth, you know, to uh, reveal the Father to us uh, but at the same time, we know we must understand that He is God in the flesh. That's why in the book of John, in the Word became flesh, and He dwelled among He dwells among us. No one has seen the Father, but Jesus, the Son of God, it you know, reveals God to us. Kaya it is really wrong. For Christians to just say, well, you know, Jesus is nice, you know, I like him, and when I, pag may need ako, I pray to him. That is not enough. 
Because the Bible does not give us that kind of parang option na pwede lang natin i-consider si Jesus na parang pag may kailangan tayo, we come to Him. He's the Son of God. He's, you know, he, he expects full surrender and submission to Him, you know, as the Son in whom God has declared, you know, you are my son whom I love, you know, with you I'm well pleased. Therefore, there's no other way for us to have a relationship with God except through Jesus. And I'm emphasizing it kasi maraming tao ngayon, even in church, they only think about Jesus in terms of Jesus. But they don't surrender their lives. I think I think right now of of people uh, I know uh, hindi nila, of course, they deny. You know, pag mo sila, are you a Christian? Of course. But they live their lives totally opposite to the Lordship of Christ. And that's something that is truly sad because uh, si Satan, once again, uh, is delighted to see people confessing that they're Christians pero not submitting their lives to Him. I think para kay Satan, these people are just harmless. He's not bothered at all na merong mga tao profess to be Christians but live contrary to the Lordship of Christ. Mas concerned si Satan sa mga tao who are fully devoted to Jesus, who really want to follow Him as a disciple, who really want to submit everything, lahat ng decisions nila to the Lord. Sa mga ganun, you know, Satan is threatened because these are the people who can make really a difference in the world. Kasi the presence of God is truly in their lives. Jesus is the only one who can also baptize with the Holy Spirit. Really, there's no other way. Kaya once you recognize yung kanyang true identity, which is here declared to us in His baptism, that he alone is the Son of God. There is no other option. You cannot just simply say he's a, a nice person, a good person, a good teacher. You don't have that option. And now we come to the second one, which is uh, really, you know, the longest one. But it, it's his genealogy. And his genealogy actually clarifies to us his ministry. And ayon sa kanyang genealogy, he alone can save everyone. You know, he alone can save everyone. There's no other, there's no other person who can save all of us. I want to look at uh, verse 23 to 38, pero not all of it. I just want to look at some parts of it. Uh, starting in verse 23, sabi, Now, Jesus himself was about 30 years old, when he began his ministry. Now, if you notice this, okay, it is very important now what Luke is about to say, yung genealogy, does not really prove yung kanyang identity, but more explains his ministry. In other words, this is the reason why he came. And so that's why mababasa natin, he was the son, small letter S, so it was thought of Joseph. So, the purpose of Luke is not to tell us that 
yung pagiging son of God niya, capital letter S, is due to the fact na he's born through this special people or whatever. He's simply declaring yung kanyang, uh, you know, pakikisa to the rest of humanity because that is why he came. And so, he was the son, so it was thought of Joseph. And then the son of Heli, the son of Matat, the son of Levi, the son of Melchi, the son of Janai, the son of Joseph, and it's a long list. But I want to move now to verse 31. The son of Maela, you know, uh, the son of uh, Mena, the son of Matatat, the son of Nathan. And then in verse 34, uh, the son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Terah, the son of Nahor. Okay? Now, uh, before we move on, uh, let me just go to verse 31 mole. Uh, because in verse 31, uh, he's, he's talking about yung line ni Jesus leading up to to David. Uh, let me just uh, look at that in the verse 31 to 32. Okay. Uh, Luke 3, 31 to 32. Ayun. So, so verse 32, the son of David. So as far as yung royal line is concerned, Jesus comes from that royal line. But then in verse 34, he goes further than that. Now, if you compare yung listahan na ginawa ni Luke sa listahan ni Matthew, you will see differences. You know, si Matthew kasi, he goes from starting with, uh, you know, Abraham going to the present. Si Luke pabaliktad. Which means his goal is to, to tell us that he came for the whole of humanity. And that's why in verse 34, he hears, he look, goes to Abraham. And then finally, yung pinakahuli sa lahat, he goes all the way to Adam. Sabi niya, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, and the son of Adam, and the son of God. So, if you look at the genealogy of Jesus, you would notice Una sa lahat, he mentions uh, names that, you know, not really kilala, you know, they are unknown people. They are people that, who are just parang, you know, he mentions people, of course, na kilala, like David and Abraham and even Adam. But he mentions a lot of people who are unknown. And he also mentions people who are ordinary. In other words, not, nothing special about them. And this tells us, you know, two things, diba? One is that Jesus came, not just for those who are well-known, kilala, like David, you know, but even for the ordinary person. Na hindi naman siya, sabihin natin, parang sikat. That's why in the Gospel of Luke, one of the things makikita natin is that Jesus ministers to people of all types, of all kinds, hindi lang mga hudyo. That's why in the in the genealogy of uh, Luke, he goes beyond David. He goes to Abraham. 
representing the nations and he does not just stop with Abraham he goes all the way to Adam you know basically telling us that Jesus came to save everyone and that's an important truth for us to remember because you know if you if you understand this about Jesus that he came to save the world Hindi mo pwedeng sabihin na, well, mabait si Jesus, He will help me with my needs. Pag may sakit ako, pagagalingin niya ako. Pag, may, pag wala akong pera, bigyan niya akong pera. O kaya, you know, maganda yung mga teachings ni Jesus. Very inspiring. Nagkakaroon ako ng magandang feeling. No, Jesus did not come for that. Even though, I mean, that's true. Uh, he would love to minister to your needs and of course, he would want you to be inspired and all of that. But he wants you to understand that, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Yun ang gusto niya maunawaan natin. And so he wants us to surrender our lives to him and be part of his ministry of saving the world. Kaya nga, it's, it's really unthinkable and, and wrong for a person to say, I'm a Christian and not really being involved. It's a great commission. Not being involved in proclaiming the gospel to others. You misunderstand. Now, itong dalawang bagay na to, yung kanyang baptism, which proves his true identity, that he alone is the son of God, and that he alone can save everyone, which is the nature of his true ministry in the world, bilang the son of God. These two strands of evidence, at the very least, tells us now, you cannot, just simply believe that si Jesus ay, you know, just somebody na tutulong sa'yo pag may need ka. But He's more than that. He's Lord of all. Now, next Monday, we will look at yung kanyang testing which proves His authority. He alone has the power to defeat Satan. But we cannot look at that right now. But let me just summarize this and this will be our message for today and next Monday. What we believe about Jesus determines our response to Him. Sa Tagalog, ang paniniwala natin kay Jesus ang nagpapasya ng pagtugon natin sa Kanya. Kamusta ang response po kay Jesus? Have you really surrendered your life to Him? Or have you really aligned yung direction ng buhay mo and even the decision kung saka magtatrabaho and how you will live your life and who you will get married to or if you are married how you're going to conduct your family life and I mean is he really Lord and Savior of your life or do you just think of him as somebody na pag may needs ka you'll pray to him and hope hopefully he would hear your prayers and he will help you sa needs mo and of course that is true pero is that all what do you believe about Jesus determines our response to Him. This is the message that I believe the Lord wants me to say to you right now. And my prayer is that we should really consider very carefully what we believe about Him. If He is indeed the Son of God and if He is indeed the only Savior that would save every one of us by grace through faith then we do not have the option 
to just simply say na mabait siya or that he's going to help me or that even he is uh, he has good words to say to me no he is lord of all i must surrender my life to him i must submit my life to him that is the proper response let us pray father uh, maraming maraming salamat sa iyo for speaking to us and reminding us and challenging us that you don't want us to think of your son as merely someone na tutulong sa amin when we have needs but you want us to surrender our lives to Jesus and to follow him to believe in him and to submit our lives to him Lord Jesus patawarin niyo kami If we are claiming and declaring sa lahat ng lugar that we are Christians and yet we live our lives contrary to your will. Deliver us, Panginoon, from this falsehood and uh, transform us, O God. Tulungan niyo kami, Panginoon. And right now, I probably am thinking about some people na kilala natin. Think about some people right now. Maybe you need to challenge them as well through this devotional. Share it with them and talk about it. Let us pray. Lord, uh, patawarin mo kami, Lord God. Patawarin mo kami. We repent, Panginoon, uh, of the uh, wrong view, wrong belief about you. So right now, Panginoon, trans- transform our uh, our faith, Lord God, to what it should really be. Help us to surrender our lives to Jesus today and every day of our lives. Salamat po, Panginoon, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again!